this week on the Roommates okay. Podcast. It, it, it sucks because I know we're gonna get backlash from it, just because even though you speak like if you don't agree with women about anything, all of a sudden you don't support women. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Fudge. Think I'm, you think I'm a beast? Please, please. Think stop, stop, stop. <laughs> the fudge? Stop, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, my God. The fudge? Please, yes, you do. You don't support everything. But you do support. You don't want to see women thrive? Yes, of, you do. Of course. All right. <laughs> but... Yeah, nah, it just it just it it sucks to me because it's I know I'm gonna have female friends come up to come up to me and talk about, you know, if you don't support OnlyFans, you don't support the women. Everybody's Hafiz. Chris is the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode, guys. So glad you guys are here. And guys, this week's episode of the podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And they told me that I have to read it for FCC guidelines. So I need, I'm going to go ahead and read it verbatim so they know that I am saying the right thing. So guys, you know here at The Roommates, we are always giving you the tools and resources to level up and become the best version of yourself, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you get better emotionally. BetterHelp is the world's largest online counseling platform that will connect you with high-quality licensed therapists for all your counseling needs. You can message your counselor at any time, and you don't have to worry about sitting in uncomfortable waiting rooms, and you can schedule weekly videos or phone sessions. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional counseling, and financial aid is available. Plus, they make it really easy to change counselors if needed. BetterHelp wants to see you living a happy life today. Go to BetterHelp.com roommates to go ahead and get started. Plus, you will get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp.com roommates. Make sure you sign up today so we can continue to level up and become the best version of ourselves. That is BetterHelp.com roommates. Link is in the description below. Guys, as always, we want to give you great resources to, um, to get better. And like I said, guys, emotional health is important. Healing is important. So hopefully you guys hop on that better help. And without further ado, back to the show. Christopher Jordan Below. Please. Welcome back. Man, it feels good, bro. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Tired. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's been a rough for you, but man, yeah. you continue to push through, bro. Continue, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond exhausted, man. I know. I can tell, bro. I can really tell. I mean, yeah. You put the work in. You put the hours in. Yeah. And yeah, it's waiting on you. I know. <laughs> I know, man. But I think last night was a tough one, man, because I was trying yeah. to get here early. Probably didn't go to bed like till like five. And so, oh yeah, nah, yeah. nah. You definitely went to bed super late. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, your drive and dedication, man. I hope, I hope, I hope you all know <laughs> that this man put in a lot of work. So y'all definitely continue to uh, support. Um, but yeah, man, you got to get some rest. I know, I know. <laughs> you got to get some rest, bro. So, man, what's been going on with, with, with you, man? Nothing, man. Just trying to, you know, transition. You know, yeah. I'm excited seeing the, the growth of the show, seeing mm -hmm. what the new audience that we have. Um, definitely trying to put my step on everything. 
So it's really good to be introduced to some of these new people. <laughs> <laughs> introduced. <laughs> but uh, man, I'm I'm excited. Like like I said, I'm a proud uh, of you. You know, I'm lucky to be your co-host. So I'm excited to really get things going for yeah. the remainder of the year into 2021. So let's go, bro. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> but yeah, so I think what happened was initially this conversation began on Patreon. Yes. If you guys aren't on Patreon, I don't know what the heck you guys are doing because that's where all the fun takes place. <laughs> and on Patreon, um, I had posted a video by Gary V. Um, I think the title of the video was um, the best advice for 20-something-year-olds. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite videos. And Gary was, you know, being Gary V and giving this young lady advice. And then the video was like four years ago, and I was like, man, I wonder where she is now. <laughs> I wonder how that opportunity with yeah. Gary V. I wonder what that has now provided her. Yes. Even because we know, you know, <laughs> Gary V came on our show. Yes. Yeah, he provided a lot of stuff for us. Yes. So we was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Thinking the same thing. So I went on her Instagram page, mm. and... Um, if you want to know our Instagram page, go on Patreon because <laughs> I can't say it here. <laughs> we went on our Instagram page and we saw mm. in the um, bio, yes, top 1% creator on OnlyFans. My curiosity. <laughs> I was like, hmm. So we decided, you know what? What is going on? Because we don't want to judge. True, we don't know true. what's going we don't on. Know. Maybe she's posting exclusive business content. Maybe yep. she's giving encouraging messages. So we didn't want to judge. So Chris signed up for her OnlyFans. I <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't sign up for OnlyFans, but we clicked on the link mm. and um, we were able to see, I guess, the free preview. Yeah. Not of her pictures, obviously, but yeah. of her bio. And is that is that something you wanted to yes, yes, read? Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. So um Chris is gonna go ahead and pull up her information. Like I said, guys, um, you wanna know the uncut info uncut conversation, head over to Patreon. We're gonna give you the, the safe one. There's no pepper soup on this one. No, no, no. I need I'm okay, hold on. Let me go to my cookies. <laughs> um make sure you uh, hide the, the the screen from the people. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's always that nasty like yeah, to yeah, zoom yeah, in yeah, and all that yeah, good yeah. stuff. <laughs> all right, so we're here. Okay. Dag Nabby, we gotta read the bio, please. Read the bio, please. Okay, so like I said, man, this is something very interesting. And I quote, a big reason I started an OnlyFans is because I really love embracing my sexuality lately. Love embracing my sexuality. As women, we grow up being told to hide our bodies, fees, okay? Mm -hmm. Or get slut-shamed as teenagers if we don't embrace ourselves. Even bullied for our maturing shapes. So I'm assuming the big tatas. You get, you get the picture. You get the picture. <laughs> I grew up as one of those girls hiding my curves. I learned to embrace and love my body over the years. Hourglass figures are beautiful and massively desired. Thank you, Kim K. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Making me feel like the beautiful boss. Ass booty bitch I am today. It's kind of barge fees. Women are beautiful and mesmerizing creatures, so I understand why we are admired. It's an entire industry for F sakes. But don't be so quick to judge, fees. <laughs> or assume why we are women post what we wear, what we do, what how we act, and say to for men's pleasure. No, it's for us. First, fees. Okay. 
Taking booty workout videos make me feel strong. Sexy bikini pics makes me feel powerful, like a goddess I am. Doing new photo shoots and wearing lingerie makes me feel sultry and confident. Compliments and I quote tips are just a cherry on top. Just a cherry. Just a cherry on top. I'm excited for you being here. Thank you for subscribing. As always, feel free to DM me, ask requests, and can't wait for the both of us to get more than what we expected. Okay, wait, 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 wait. One up post says, having an off day? Taking some time to see me tomorrow. In the meantime, enjoy this view. I want to know what the view is. Yeah. I'm curious to know what it is. But, man, so what are your thoughts? I know this was something definitely hit close to home to you. Yeah. You literally, it's like a child seeing them grow up, and you're just expecting them to go off into the school, into the business world, yeah. and thrive. But instead, you see this. Yeah. So obviously, we talked about it in the previous episode. We just so we didn't want to uh, be too redundant. True. True. About the OnlyFans conversation, I think my biggest beef with it is, and this is the part where <laughs> I wish we were on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest beef with the whole thing is that why did you get on? Was it simply, like you said, because you wanted to express yourself, right? And you wanted to feel liberated. Or did you see it as an opportunity to make money and get attention? Because I, my biggest problem with this whole women's empowerment movement is that uh, like, it, it, it is wrapped up under the facade of attention. And we all know in this social media generation, attention is the biggest drug there is. So these girls are posting these pictures claiming they're liberating themselves, but then they're getting money and they're getting attention. And they're acting like the money and the attention does nothing for them. But it's all about self-liberation. Like I've rarely heard about a girl on a liberation journey who's just on her journey herself, right? Like I hear these girls on this healing journey and they, and they do it by themselves. A lot of girls, I don't see them posting. I see them meditating. I see them, you know, I don't see them. I hear about them telling stories about them meditating. I hear them doing their things on their own. But then all these girls on this sexual liberation journey have to not only promote it to the whole entire world, but then to make a profit by doing so. And then want to sell the idea, this is only for my liberation. It's BS. Mm. It's BS. We know it's BS. And, and to me, if you, if you want to sell that, that's, what you, that's your prerogative. It's your life. You throw it away, hey, I'm going to live happily. You won't. It is what it is. <laughs> you doing so well. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It's your life. Throw it away if you want to. But... It's just the perpetual lying. <laughs> you know what I mean? The lying about the situation. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, I, I think women empowerment, as I said previously, women empowerment should be to make women better. In the past, they, the, the second wave feminists used to complain that why do men see us as sex objects? We're more than just sex objects. And now this new fourth wave feminist, as I call it, 
They want to be sex objects. And now they said they're in power. You're in the same position. You know, and this might be a really bad illustration, but I was thinking about it. It's like, imagine you saying, okay, I was um, a slave to somebody for years. I finally got my freedom, and now I'm, in, now I'm empowered to go back and work for you. But this time, I'm going to get a little bit of money. But you're still treating me the same way. You're still disrespecting me the same way. You still look down upon me, but I'm empowered. You're not empowered. You, they still, they, they might give you a penny here and there, but they still view you as a lowly slave. Women say they're empowered. No, you're still viewed as what you are, a sex object. Back to square zero or square one, whatever the hell you want to call it. That's how I feel about the situation. Christopher Jordan Below, react. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, do I want to go deep into what you're talking about? Do I want to give my take first? To give your take. As far as, I mean... Honestly, seeing where she came from into what she's doing now, it is a big letdown, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting that because I did see the video a very long time ago and the kind of advice she was asking for, nobody was expecting her to start her OnlyFans page. And it's, it's sad to see because I do feel like it's a level of where if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're a, a woman, well, just entrepreneur in general, it's hard. It's hard work. It's a lot of hours. It's not easy. You know, people, a lot of people want to do it, but a lot of people don't know how to put the work in and make the sacrifices to get where they want to get. And honestly, how I view OnlyFans, especially even for women, it is a super easy way to get quick money. You know, it's, it's you're still doing work. I'm not denying that, you know, I just think that if you have some kind of curve and you look somewhat decent, you can make easy money off of it. And to me, it's just, I don't think that's what you grew up wanting to do. If you grew up wanting to be an entrepreneur and you wanted to start a business, I just don't think that OnlyFans was the way to do it. Mm -hmm. I think people catch these waves. I think um, the women empowerment movement makes it acceptable, especially among women. Because honestly, I don't think they care about what guys think anymore. They may care to the guy that, that they like, that they want to be with. But overall, the attention, the praise, the, you know, all the things that they're looking for, they're getting it from women. You know, or they're getting it from these low-level guys through their OnlyFans, through their Instagram, through their social media. So they're getting what they need from it. And everybody else can kick rocks because I'm getting paid. I make my own schedule. You know, I'm doing what I want to do. And if you don't accept it, oh, well, because this is exactly what the lifestyle I want. So to me, I can see it as an easy cop out because I see women just do it because they know they can make easy money off of it. And then say they saving up, you know, for their business or in school or whatever. Um... But it's, it's just, to me, just as a, a guy, like you said, most of these guys are not going to respect you. Most of these guys are not going to accept that, at least the guys I feel like that you desire as a woman. So I'm just curious to really just think, like, I don't know if they really care. I don't think they either don't care 
or they don't think about the consequences that comes with OnlyFans because all they see is just the good short-term good and not the long-term bad effect that it will have on their lives. So it's just really interesting to see just exactly how this is going to go in the next couple of years because we know it's not going to be a lot of good coming long-term. We've seen what these women go through as they get older, their video vixens or porn stars, you know, whatever, their lives aren't the best. And it's just because, you know, they feel liberated during that time, but the men they want, they don't respect them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people really just, you know, who start the OnlyFans really just think about like, what do, what kind of life do I want? Do I want a family? Do I want to be married? Be honest with you. OnlyFans, it's not, go- mm. it's not helping whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not helping whatsoever. So I don't know if they just think about the opportunity cost and the consequences of starting this and getting this quick money. Like I said, I'm sure she, you know, having a lot of money, top 1%, I'm sure she's making crazy money. But only her, she would know how, when she lay her head down at night, like how she truly feels about herself. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and that's to me is what scares me the most. So yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I think the problem that I mean, we can go so many different ways with it. I think the thing that stood out to me the most was the idea of female entrepreneur. Mm. And that and, and and to me, I just think my main beef with it is about the women empowerment, helping women getting better, help, helping women improve. And it's like I I, I get so excited. Like I said, it's your life. Do whatever you want. But I get so excited when I see girls are able to be successful in all fields, whether it's tech, whether it's um, engineering, whether it's um, sports, whether it's like, you know, business, different kinds of business, obviously. I, I get excited about seeing that. But to me, it's just, it's unfortunate that the default position for women is always going to be sex worker. That's that's my problem. And then they lie, and then they lie about it. Like, oh, no, we're liberated. We're happy. We're living our lives. This is what we chose. No, it's not what you chose. It's your default position because you had nothing else to do. You know? Like, I don't... It, obviously, because of the demand for being a sex worker is higher as a woman, like, men don't have that default position. The only know? thing I see as a default is, like, selling drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the biggest comparison yeah. I can give. And but you can either die or go to prison for that. Yeah. So it's major consequences you, you know, for that. Yeah. And so to me, I just I just find it unfortunate that after all this work, after mm. we move so much for, further in society, women are still back to the default is be a sex worker. But this time you're in charge. You don't have a pimp. You're your own pimp. You get to make the money yourself. And and to me, it's just, I don't know, it's just so sad. Yeah. Like I said, like. Because this girl had so much opportunity, like we did. Yeah, you know, true. Gary gave us a huge boost, and we took it and we ran with it. You know what I mean? And like, she got even a bigger boost by Gary. She has one of his most popular videos. They not again, no. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? And so, among us, it's just, it's just it's unfortunate to me. And 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 to me, I think the problem with women sometimes is how much they lie to themselves and each I other. Agree, because I honestly don't think that this was her. Like, as far as just, she always felt like this. Like, she always wanted to come out and say, and show off her body and, and be this kind of this kind of girl. I don't think she ever wanted to be like that and at even, all. Even to that point, 
I wonder, would you still take those pictures if nobody would see it? That's what I'm saying. No, there's no way. There's no way. You know what I mean? That's a great question. Would you still do those videos, take those pictures, do those provocative poses if you knew nobody in the world would see it? And, and if so, and it's so much liberating to just take those pictures and keep them to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Then why do you need to post them online? Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about liberation? <laughs> Are we talking about cash money? What are we doing here? You know what I mean? She, but about to, if, you, if you claim yourself as an entrepreneur, if you think in the entrepreneur mindset, you know you're going to do what makes the most money. Yeah. So like you said, it's like, if just tell me the truth. Yeah. Like if you 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 took that took that wave, you wanted to make some money, you thought of probably the easiest way possible, mm -hmm. and you did OnlyFans. Yeah. I don't know if you actually just you know what I want to feel liberated. I want to show women they can do this and want to do that. I highly doubt that. Yeah. I highly doubt that. Cause I just know if you're an entrepreneur, you're always thinking of ways, how can I make the most money, you know, with the less overhead, all those different yeah. things. It's nothing better than OnlyFans. And then to me, it's just so fascinating when girls are like, oh, we're doing this to show women you can be beautiful in your own body. But women don't follow your, your behind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you said, we're doing this for girls. No, girls, are, girls no. aren't following you like that. There's no girls on OnlyFans. I'm telling you, all this, all this, this, this verbiage is for men. Invest in my ass sets. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you if you, show me your audience, if yeah. you're doing this for women, I, if it should be nothing but women on here, yeah. show me the audience. Yeah, you know that's how we'll know. Yeah, that's how we'll know, man. For yeah. real. I forgot who was the famous female influencer who po posts provocative pictures, and she was on someone's show, and they asked her, "What was your audience?" And this one, and she said, "90% males, millions of followers, 90% men." You know, and then and then there was another girl who and this is the girl I respect because to me, it's not even about it's a, it's about the intentions behind the pictures, obviously. So the so I don't look at the fitness model, the fitness influencers, the, the same no. as an OnlyFans girl. 100 percent. So there's this fitness influencer who she was like, yeah, um, I show my body because if I don't have a desirable body, girls wouldn't want to. By my workout program. They wouldn't listen to you. They wouldn't listen to you, right? So she said, I show it for the women. I'm not showing it for the men. And I try to do it as wisely as possible. And her audience is 80% women. Nothing else to talk about. 80% women. Because she's really trying to do this for the women. You know? And so, I don't know. Like I said, just going back to the empowerment thing, I just think, what are we empowering them to do? Yeah. You know? It, 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 it sucks because I know we're going to get backlash from it. Just because even though you speak, like, if you don't agree with women about anything, all of a sudden you don't support women. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Fudge. Think I'm, you think I'm going to be... Please, please. Think stop, I'm gonna stop, stop. The fudge? Stop, stop. Stop. This man is crazy. Oh, my God. The fudge? Please, yes, you do. You don't support everything. You do support... You don't want to see women thrive? Yes, of, you do. Of course. All right. 
But yeah, no, nah, it just it just it, it sucks to me because it's I know I'm gonna have female friends come up to come up to me and talking about, you know, if you don't support OnlyFans, you don't support the women. Who why do you all. have such idiot friends? <laughs> Stop. That's not that's not what he meant. That's, that's exactly not, that's not what he meant. <laughs> I wish so. I wish one of my friends Please. would send me a message. You know they probably they might. They would. I don't have any friends like that. <laughs> I don't have a single soul who would ever send me that kind of message, <laughs> ever. Oh my god! They don't listen to roommates' podcasts. <laughs> but uh, man, I just like it, man. It's it's. I feel like we're talking, having this conversation out of the generous kindness of our hearts. Mm-hmm. We don't like seeing, you know, these women just take this path because we know the damages it's going to bring them in the future. So that's why, you know, we definitely wanted to talk about this, have this conversation to warn women, like, hey, like, you're going down the wrong path. I understand you're getting a lot of money, whoop the whoop yada, 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 but in the next five years, you're going, it's going, yeah. And, and, and to your point, I think it's something where this... Oh, this is an interesting conversation. Oh, I like when he does that. (laughs) It's an interesting conversation. I was going to talk about it before, and it's about the feminine language. Okay. And so what I realized is that a lot of guys don't understand how different the masculine language is from the feminine language. And I'm going to give a, a simple illustration that most guys understand what I mean by that. You come home, your girl looks upset. You said, "Hey, what's wrong?" She says, "Nothing." Mm. Breath like the novice man thinks what? Oh no, something's wrong. No, the novice man. Oh well, uh, okay, bye. All right, you good? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, so the, the the novice man, the man who's not too familiar with things, yeah, hears nothing and thinks, "Oh, she's cool. Yeah. Nothing's yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. I might be tripping." 100%. But the guy who's been around women a lot knows what, Chris? Oh, no, no. Something's definitely wrong. Something's definitely wrong. So what I realized is that the, the masculine language and the feminine language at times can be extremely different. Because the masculine language is... I, I forgot how I described it. I think I said the masculine um, describes reality mm-hmm. and the feminine is trying to shape reality. Okay. So I'll explain to you like this. So when a when a guy says something, he says for the most part like what he means. Exactly. Logical. Logical. Hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. And a girl says something, she's saying a more weighted form of poetry. Yes. So when she says I'm not okay, mm-hmm. she's really saying. And when she say I'm, when she said I'm okay. She's really saying, I'm not okay, but I don't want to tell you I'm not okay. I want you to be a man enough to know something is wrong and to help listen to me as I address my problem. Exactly. That's what I'm okay means. Yes. You know what I mean? In a masculine interpretation. 100%. But in the feminine, she's not going to communicate all those things. She's going to communicate those things and then want the man to be able to decode what she says. Which is ridiculous. Uh, (laughs) And so here's where it becomes a problem. You're a man. Yes. And you say, your birthday's in December, correct? Mm-hmm. I believe the PS5 will come out during December. Mm-hmm. Let's say you were dating a young lady and you're like, you know what? I really want a PS5 for my birthday. That's too, that's too hard. Do a simple one. All right. I don't want a, a surprise party for my birthday. In her mind, 
Throw a surprise party. Throw a surprise party. Because <laughs> she's interpreting, well, maybe he's saying that because he really wants me to do. And then she'll throw a surprise party. You have your birthday. You all, you come inside. You're upset. Like I, I told you I didn't want a surprise party. Then she's mad at you for being mad at her on your yeah. birthday. Yeah. And now you're in trouble. Exactly. But That's exactly she, what happened. <laughs> but deep down inside, she is at wrong for misunder, misinterpreting you because women think sometimes when a man speaks, he speaks in poetry. No. Like she does. Another example. I remember one time I was dating a girl and I said, what do you want for your birthday? And she was like, oh, nothing. I don't really want anything. In my brain, I kid you not, I thought she didn't want anything for her birthday. God damn it. (laughs) Because she told me, I don't want anything for my birthday. My my masculine brain interpreted that way. I read the way the superior man. And I asked her, I was like, yo, if I bought you something for your birthday, how would you feel? She said, I'd be angry at you. And I was like, why? She said, because it's my birthday. I was like, but you said, yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't want anything. <laughs> but that's the feminine language. You know, it, it's expressing, it's not express, it's not verbatim. It has meaning. It has, it's complex and all that good stuff. I'm getting to OnlyFans part. Just <laughs> stay with me here. So here's what happens. When a girl tells you about her friends and you say, when a, well, how do your friends look? She says, my friends are beautiful. She's not describing objective beauty. She's describing how she feels about her friends. She's describing how she wants you to see her friends. Exactly. How she sees them, their character, their personality, their degrees, all this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not what we're defining as. No, it. face, tits, ass. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so, and so sometimes the feminine language is not as objective facts. So when girls are really saying, you get that bad girl, mm-hmm. do your thing, girl, she's basically saying, you can do that, but I would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that. My daughter would never do that. Because deep down inside, she knows that if her daughter wanted to be a porn star, if her daughter wanted to be a stripper, if her daughter wanted to be proposing naked pictures on OnlyFans, she wouldn't want that. She wouldn't want that out of her daughter. So she's saying these things out loud. These girls are in the comments saying these things, speaking in the feminine, but it's not true. So they'll come right now in the comments and get mad at me for speaking the masculine truth when you believe the same exact thing. Yeah. No, they would absolutely do that. Because I know some, I literally know some girls that got mad at us for that conversation. And I'd be like, would you do it? I can't do it. I let them do it. They didn't do it. Exactly. Exactly. I do it all the time. And and to me, it's like, my dad always says, when you love somebody, when you genuinely love somebody, you can't see them drive their car in the ditch. Exactly. And we, and we, we're, and we're not that people. I would never say, Hey, go sell drugs. Yeah. Go, go do arm ride. I would never say that because that's literally going to ruin your life. Exactly. And so even, like I said, like if you see, I, I think one time I was outside or we were outside and maybe there's a group of guys fighting and we were just like, we're just watching. It's like, oh, dang, you're just, you're just about to get beat up. But we don't know them. So we're yeah. not, we're not going to do anything. But if that was your sister, that was your mother, yeah. that was your best friend, you ain't just going to sit back. You're going to get involved. You're going to make sure that they're okay. So what we're doing is that when 
when you genuinely care for somebody, you don't let this, you don't allow them to just destroy their life. Exactly. You speak up, you speak out. But do you know what sometimes moms do? Mom just enable things. Yeah. And speaking in the feminine, when it's when she knows good as well, that's not gonna help you. That's gonna ruin your life. And so they can get mad all day long. But they know deep down inside, if your daughter wanted to be a porn star, you wouldn't have your daughter doing that. If your daughter wanted to be a stripper, you wouldn't want your daughter doing that. If your daughter wanted to post negative pictures, you wouldn't want her doing that. She can, of course she can, but you wouldn't want it. You'd much rather her be a doctor, a lawyer, a, a real entrepreneur, <laughs> in, uh, in politics, a head of a, a Fortune 500 company, an ambassador. You would want those things instead. And like I said, they can get mad at us all day long, but it is what it is, Yeah, man. and then, I mean, and then they're going to attract the men that are probably not the best men, if we're being honest. Yeah. You know, like, like men, especially high-value men, they care about their brand. They care about their legacy. And having a woman that's attached to some kind of sex work, it damages them. It makes them like, man, that's your, your girl on there? That's your gal? Fees, they use fees. I was like, yo, girl, only fans link. Yeah. You go with your girl out there, what's she doing? Shoot, she been down picking up, picking up a pencil. <laughs> like, 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 no man is wants to do it. Like I said, men will go there to see, maybe try to have sex and out, but they would never bring you home to mom. Mm -hmm. They would never make their life around you. They won't do that. It's all temporary. Every single benefit on OnlyFans or other sex works are all temporary. Yeah. And we live in a very fast, temporary society that's going to damage a lot of people, a lot of relationships, a lot of marriages, and freak. We're going to have to be there to pick up the pieces. I know. Because, and I'll, I'll wrap it up like this. We can get to the what we yeah, really yeah. want to talk about. But I think it goes back to what do we mean by women's empowerment? You know? And are we really wanting to empower women to be better? Exactly. Do are we really wanting to help women be better, help society be better, right? But my thing is that is a divorce rate better or worse? Worse. Is a marriage rate better or worse? Worse. Single motherhood rate? Worse. Broken worse, relationship? Worse. Like everything is worse. Everything relationally is getting worse. Oppression higher. Suicide higher. Domestic violence higher. So you can't, we can't say we're on this women empowerment wave when things keep on getting worse and people are unhappier than ever before, especially a lot of these women. But like you said, the challenge right now is that we don't see the effects of it because yep. we're still in it. Think about how many people in the early night, um, 18th, um, 20th century were smoking cigarettes happy, didn't know what was going to happen in a few years. At all. You know? Dagum Don Draper. Don Draper. I think the, <laughs> man, bro, the, the first episode of Mad Men, it was so freaking beautiful. Because the first episode, the opening scene was Lucky Strike Cigarette. Exactly. He goes home, Betty's smoking cigarettes. Yep. He sold her the cigarettes. And then at the very last episode, she's dying of cancer from cigarettes. It's sad, bro. God dang, bro. It's sad, man. Men, go watch Mad Men. You want to talk about... Uh, you going to learn so much from me. I appreciate you. Too. I learned a lot from Mad Men. But yeah, man, it's it's sad. Like, definitely seeing, knowing what's going to happen, especially to our society, to these women, to relationships. 
it's 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 hard to witness, bro. And like I said, it's a lot of life things is changing. It's like, man, I don't know if I wanted that many kids, mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like it's just it's just crazy and sad to see. But hopefully some kind of in, intervention happens yeah. and the world becomes a better place. Yeah, and that's why though we do our content for men, I think it's dope that a lot of women, especially young girls, are watching this show. A lot of the young girls are coming, um, reaching out, learning, growing, trying to be better, seeing these other girls drive their cars off ditches, yes. and like, heck nah, I want to go down that path. So shout out to all the beautiful, amazing women who are living your best life in a healthy way, um, doing what's best for you, and not hopping on the filth, which is OnlyFans. And then, honestly, and and I don't, that's also the issue women sometimes be gassing, capping, and lying. Because I would say go talk to older women and see how their life are and, and you know, especially some of the mistakes they made in their lifetime. But I don't know if they actually gonna tell them the truth. But if you can listen to I me, mean, if you can literally look at your family, look at the wives that, you know, it mis- I know everybody knows a single mother that's older. I know some a lot of people know divorcees. I know a lot of women know other women that made a lot of mistakes in their lives. Literally learn from your elders. Learn, like, if you understand that you have alcoholism in your family, maybe you shouldn't go hard doing alcohol. If you understand that smoking and, and you know, cancers in the family, make sure you don't do things to increase those risks. We have to understand that these people here can share their lessons, and we have to understand that we can adapt those things and make sure we give ourselves the best chance in the best life possible. So talk to people. Yeah. See, always, and observe Others, for real. Now, that's a great point. And this even makes me think about something else, a separate side conversation. But um, I really think that a lot of people don't understand that word of listening and learning from your elders. I always tell guys, um, find a man at 55 or at least a man 10, 15 years older than you Mm -hmm. who is where you want to be. And figure out how we got to where he is. That's one of my favorite things. 100%. One of my favorite things is I always want to figure out, okay, Jordan Peterson, how did he get to where he did? Devon Franklin, how did he get to where he, he's at? Gary V, how did he get to where he's at? I always want to learn from these people. How did he meet his wife? You know, how did he raise his kid? How did he start his business? I'm always learning from these people. And what I realize is um, a lot of women, especially men do this as well, like their role models are kids their age. Like think, I remember when I asked the, um, that girl yesterday, I was like, yo, who is people that you listen to? And when she told me who she listened to, they were teen, they were like young 20-year-old boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Young yeah. couples. Young couples. Yeah. Like, is that the <laughs> is that the win for you? Yeah. Like, girls, is the win for you to be seven, eight-year, nine-year girlfriend like these other girls are? Is that the role model? Is that the end destination? And that's what I, I see. Like so many women, it's like the the blind leading the blind. Yep. Like you want you're following people who are your age and they don't have what you have want. Mm-mm. Like if you're a woman and you desire to have a family, I would look for a woman who has who has been married 10, 15 years and has a family that I desire, and I'll figure out how she did it. Exactly. 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 Or you see, like, just women in their lives or other, just some kind of older women that you can just learn from and have a healthy, intentional conversation. Because, like, like you said, like, with, uh, with one of the YouTubers, he's helping out a lot of women. 
because he's waking them up. Like, hey, you don't want to be like your aunts. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be like, your, you know, your... Uh, your your so-called older cousins or whatever because they made a lot of mistakes in the past and that's why they are today. So you want to make sure that you're doing things different. You don't want to fall in because hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Hurt, I mean, yeah, if, if yo, if, like I said, I understand where I have seen the troubles in my family mm -hmm. and I did my grandest and my best to avoid all those temptations to make sure I'm at the place today because I know I can easily fall just like they did. I like that point right there. And I think you need to break that down a little bit. I love the idea of what you just said. I understood the pitfalls of my family. I understood the patterns that other people went into. And I tried my best to avoid those pitfalls. You don't got to share too much in debt, but break break down a little bit more what yeah, you mean yeah. by that. Yeah, so what I mean by that is um, on both of my family, I know one of the major causes of a lot of the men in the family is, at least their downfall, is alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, been seeing things. I have, you know, experienced some things in my household. And to me, the one thing that was always common in a lot of, you know, discomfort and a lot of unhappiness, a lot of just arguments is always tied into alcoholism, where that was, you know, older men, where that's older cousins, where that's older friends, it always tied down to that. And it it was something where I was like, this is the issue. I I can hear my mom complain, you know, to her sisters and and share to her cousins and, and her other aunts, like all these men are just abusing alcohol. And I just used to just sit in the pageant seat and just listen, like, man, that, that's the issue, mm -hmm. you know, as far as what's going on in my immediate circle. And I, through high school, through all of college, did not have one drop of alcohol. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, I felt like I did pretty well, you know, especially through high school, through college. I got every single goal that I set for myself, for the most part, I made, you know, and being... I probably am the only guy of, on both of my family to have a degree. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just, for some reason, like, I don't know my mom honestly knew what she was doing, but I was just always sitting and observing. And I didn't have my first like shot of alcohol. You was there in Toronto of last year, what, last November? Mm -hmm. and, um, and at that time, I was like, you know what? My character is good. You know, my self-control is good. I got a lot of things going on in my life. I can handle this. Mm -hmm. I build up the strength. I was in the gym, per mm -hmm. se, worked out and built up to this point where I know that I'm not going to let this destroy me. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I feel like a lot of, if we're talking about women, women need to understand and do mm -hmm. and just observe. And like, if you see a lot of women complain about men all the time and they never take responsibility or don't, they don't hold each other accountable, mm -hmm. You know all those things. It's 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 a disconnect somewhere. It's not always all the men' fault. Mm -hmm. You know, so you gotta do some observing, do some research, and really understand. Like, you know, maybe it's some kind of character development or some healing they didn't have in the past from that life relationship. They still blaming on guy from high school, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Where sometimes people just don't take control of their life. Mm -hmm. Some people need to wake up today and take control of their life and stop making excuses for themselves. And, you know, that's what something where I feel like I did well just in my high school and college years. And I was like, I'm avoiding that 
one particular thing for sure to make sure I need to be where I'm at today. Yeah, no, no and, and that's a really good thing because I think that's the part that's important for people to realize is that what are the pitfalls in your family that you don't want to see happen? 100%. Like if you if you are a man or a woman and you see that every single person in your family was a baby daddy or baby mama, that, that is a pitfall that can happen to you. Easily. So you need to be doing whatever it is in your power to not fall into that trap. If you see, if you're a woman and you see everybody in your family never got married, you know, but they were long-term girlfriends for years and wasted their time, that should be a pitfall you should be trying to avoid. Exactly. But like you said, the unfortunate reality is people want to touch the soul for themselves too. Sometimes they're a product of their environment. And, and that's an unfortunate thing. Yep. And so, like I said, you have to ask yourself, what do you want out of life? Mm. I think the, the saddest the saddest phone call I got this year, that's saddest, but because it was actually kind of annoying, but <laughs> God damn. It, it was it was frustrating, but it was sad because there was this. I hope she's not watching this. She probably is. It is what it is. And she was this older lady who called me asking for advice in her late fifties about men. Damn. And it's like you you're like how for the past thirty five years you've been in this cul-de-sac of issues that you find yourself in the same issue at 50 plus that you were in 20 plus. The same issue at 22 you're having at 58. Mm. It's a lot of people like that too. And it's sad because like, and shout out to Kevin Samuels. I think Kevin Samuels exposed people to their future. Yeah. He was this crystal ball. People, like I said, it's a weird thing. I don't know if men do it as well, but women just don't know what other girls are going through. And I realized that when girls say women talk, girls talk to each other on a very, in my personal opinion, superficial level. They have to. They have to. Very superficial level. They talk more than guys, mm -hmm. but the level of depth of their conversations, they don't know what's going on. Or they're not being honest. Or Speaking in the feminine. Yes. So when they're talking about situations, they're talking about Oh, how do I look good to someone else? Yeah. How do I how do I act like I have this picture perfect Instagram relationship instead of really what's going on in my life? Yep. So, so it was just like talking to this lady, and I'm like, I was going back to Kevin Samuels. I was like, Kevin showed people, yo, this is how a lot of women are living at 40. And Stefan said it, and, and I experienced it too. We we've gotten a lot of people who called in. Who was like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, I watched this video of Kevin Samuels and I don't want to end up like this, this lady. But for years, so many people did not. I was like, yo, but you could go outside and see it. Yeah. Like you could go outside and see. Well, hold on one second. All my aunts are single mothers. My mom was a single mother. My grandma was a single mother. All my friends are not being married in healthy relationships. You know, my cousins are, are baby mamas. You didn't see the writing on the wall? Mm -hmm. And so I realized a lot of people were oblivious to it. I think when me and Francis did the study, I think the, the marriage rate in the black community was the lowest of all major ethnicity groups. And I, and I think I could be wrong. It was like 27%. You know? And so I'm, I'm just, it was, it's just crazy 
how oblivious they are to, like you said, these pitfalls. You were able to see these men in my family, their pitfall was alcohol. I don't want that to happen. Let me avoid it. But for some reason, people don't see these pitfalls in their family. Mm-hmm. They don't see these trends around people around them. And it's unfortunate. Very unfortunate, man. Very sad. Yeah. And I hope, like I said, I hope this video wakes a lot of people up to really identify the pitfalls in your family. Because it could happen to you. Yeah. It really could. Like I said, I know a lot of my male cousins got a lot of kids. Yeah. That's why I wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs> you got me messed up, man. Can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. So, yeah, like I know every single pit, pit, uh, pitfall of my family because I've seen the pattern. Yeah. And I make sure I put defenses up to, uh, to avoid all those things. I need people to do the same, men yeah. and women. They yeah. all have to do the same. Because that is literally going to make us the best version of ourselves and, and put the best product out there. And I yeah. think we have to put that work in to do it. And you have to identify it. It's there. It's in front of your face, yeah. like you said. It's really there. Mm-hmm. And you ain't got to be like them. You don't have to be the product of your environment. You don't have to be swayed. That's why a lot of people probably need to change their circle. Yeah. You probably do need to leave your parents' house. Or yeah. you probably need to do not hang out with your cousin as much. Because, you know, being around people... You know, it can definitely rub off. Like when I was working up there in Indy, so a lot of stuff yeah, that rubbed off yeah. that I was not happy with. So yeah. it was just like I have to move. I have to get out of this environment to make sure I thrive myself the best. Especially if I'm on a platform trying to help men out. It's like I have to make sure I'm getting there, or at least putting the work in to do it just as much as they are as well. Mm-hmm. So I think people to wake up. Yeah. So real quick, guys, it's raining like crazy. So if you've been hearing <laughs> a lot of noise, I apologize. We're not trying to make you go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's meditation. Just, this is not the calm act. <laughs> but so this brings us back to what we really want to talk about. And the conversation was about being yourself. Mm. And I think we were saying that whether it's okay to, whether people should be themselves or not. I think that was a part of the conversation yeah. we're going to talk about. And so I will let you kind of share what are your thoughts on this idea of people being themselves. I want to make sure we're getting this right in the general sense of things. We're talking about just as far as just their overall self or we're talking about just relationships. Just overall, overall. Overall. Yeah. Yeah. I, obviously, people have to be themselves. Uh-huh. You have to be whoever, you know... God designed you to be. And I think it becomes with a lot of self-awareness and that people don't want to do because I think it's hard and I think the truth is, you know, not as attractive. Mm -hmm. You know, like, even for me, it's some of the things that I don't like about myself. I know I can't dance fees. And I hate it, Mm -hmm. but it's the truth. Mm -hmm. So I make sure I vibe and that's about it. (laughs) But I think going down that journey of, self-awareness is is hard because there's a lot of healing that's involved, a lot of trauma that comes up, and people have to make sure that they do that to learn themselves and not bring out this fake facade that you eventually going to have to continue to carry, because it's a lie. Mm-hmm. And if you, and, and part of the lie, you have to remember all the lies that you make. So it's like, if you say you make a lot of money, then guess what? Yeah. You got to live like you make a lot of money. Yeah. You got to project that all the time. And I think that's something where it's going to definitely catch up with you because you're going to look in the mirror and you realize that you're not who you projected on Instagram or you're not who you projected on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these dating apps. And, uh, and I think it's, it's, 
it's important to realize, you know, who you are, where you come from, and and be yourself because that's going to unlock a lot of things. You don't need people acceptance. You don't need people approval. You don't need the likes on Instagram. You don't need the likes uh, on on Twitter, whatever. And I think you're a big proponent as well because I know you always tell me like, what do you like doing? What is your, like, how can you be happy alone outside of women, outside of you know the likes, outside of the platform? What does Christopher Jordan be like to do? Mm-hmm. Who are you? And I think a lot of people need to understand that and know that, especially men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there's this interesting conversation about who is self. Uh-oh. I think Francis. Um, Gave me this illustration about this boat. Oh Lord! To, so let so there's this boat, and let's call the boat the Titanic. The no. Titanic. Oh, okay. All right. So there's this old boat in the Titanic, and they said let's start renovating the Titanic. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I like that. They re, they changed the windows on the Titanic. Tinted windows. Okay. Cool. 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 Is it still the Titanic? Yes. Okay. They change the floors on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Is it still the Titanic? Yes. Cool. They change the rudder. Yep. They change the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. They change the the captain's dock. Is it still the Titanic? Yes. Okay. Eventually, what happens is they keep on renovating the Titanic, mm-hmm. and then now the Titanic has all new parts. Okay. Is it still the same old Titanic? Not the old one, but it's still Titanic. Is it still the same Titanic? Yes. Okay. I think so. Yes. So, what what is the Titanic then? Is uh, the boat itself? Yeah. Yeah. So what ends up happening is if you change all the boat's parts, mm-hmm. is it still the Titanic? Yes. <laughs> all right. That's yeah. an interesting conversation. It's a very interesting yeah. conversation. So, it, so you change every part on the boat. Mm-hmm. Add remove the old parts and added nothing but new parts. Is it still that same Titanic? Well, all right, let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. We have a 2000 Toyota Corolla mm-hmm. and versus a 2020 Corolla. I'm sure the upgrades are all you know. You got you had to rolling up the window. Yeah. Now you got power windows. You but that's you, different because you're as a different car. I'm talking about you take. Let's say you take that same 2000 Toyota. Okay. And then you add it and you removed every piece mm-hmm. with a new piece. Okay. Is it still that same car? But I'm saying is that 2000 Toyota mm-hmm. in 2020, I'm sure they did that with every new piece. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, no, because you built a whole new car from scratch. Well, well, I mean, is that the same argument or not? No. How is not? Because the argument is if this boat was the Titanic before. Okay. So you said this is the name of the boat. The boat is the Titanic. Yes. We're calling this boat the Titanic. Yes. That's different than building a brand new boat. Because it's not the previous boat. It's a brand new one. Okay. So we're taking an old boat mm-hmm. and we're changing the parts, right? Mm-hmm. The question becomes, how many parts do you remove until it's no longer the old boat? Got you. Okay, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So you take the 2000 Toyota, you change out this, change out that. It's not, you're literally starting with the same foundation, basically. Yes. You're just changing new things. So when does that, when is it, let's say that car was called, you know, Beth Bethany, right? Bethany. <laughs> When is that car no longer Bethany? At what point? I don't think it ever changes. And that's the thing about who you are. Yeah. Who you are is, is kind of like that boat. Yeah. Some people are. It's different arguments, but you can constantly change who you are and it's still you. 
Agreed. 100%. So a lot of people, what they do, especially, you know, this me, high school friend people, they'll always say, oh, you're not, you're not Chris, because Chris is this, mm-hmm. you know? You're no, you're not the Titanic. The Titanic didn't have tinted windows. Yeah. You're not Chris. Chris was, was shy and couldn't talk in front of people. Yeah. Why are you acting brand new? Mm. You know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So what happens is that there's this, this situation that goes on where yourself is constantly changing. 100%. And what I've realized is a lot of people will say, I'm not this. And this is why I hate the horoscope argument. Because a horoscope limits me to just be this. I am a Gemini, therefore I am crazy. <laughs> yeah. There's no space yeah. to renovate that car or that boat. There's no space to say, no, what? I'm not going to be crazy anymore. I'm going to go through um, counseling, betterhelp.com slash roommates. I'm going to do the self-work. I'm going to be emotionally stable. You know? I am a, what do you, what do they call them? Sagittarius? Who, me? Yeah. I'm a Capricorn. Oh, brother. Capricorn. You know, and what, what you said you guys were? What do you mean? What was that thing that you said you are? Oh, like, we're known to be, like, um, selfish. One. Selfish? Yeah, we're known to be selfish. Well, you know I'm not selfish. Yeah. But uh, selfish, uh, we're known to be, um, yeah, self-centered. Known to be popular. Okay. Hardworking. Um, you know, work is play. So we silly a lot of the time. Cool. Yeah. So let's say I am a we should say Capricorn? Capricorn. Capricorn. <laughs> I am selfish. Yes. People will be like, that's who I am. Yeah. So therefore, it's just who I, well, I'm a Capricorn, it's who I am. Yeah. They don't see that your identity is constantly changing. Whenever I meet people, because the funny thing is I'm always meeting people from high school. And I'm like, you don't know me at all. It's a whole new person. I'm I'm not that guy. Yeah. I don't even know. I honestly don't remember who I was in high school. I really don't remember. Yeah. Like it's like a whole different ship. So the idea of self is that you can make yourself whoever you want to be. I remember we had a friend um, at Troy, and we used to always make fun of him. We were like, "Always, oh, he's always trying to like be different." He's like, "He's not this kind of guy." He used to try to be like Mr. Cool, you know, Rico Suave kind of guy. Like he's not that kind of guy. But then it was like, who are we to say who he wasn't? And if you met him now, you would think you would meet him. You know, mm-hmm. and then and we all do this. It's like, well, I knew you back in high school. You were lame. You ain't nobody. You know, you people do that. Yeah, you trap somebody. Yeah, not knowing people constantly change. Yeah, no, that's a a very very good point. Um, because I I have seen I I've been a victim, not victim, but I have definitely prosecuted people where it's like, man, this person was not like this in high school, and now he's a completely different person. But I'm like, dang, like that. He, he getting girl yeah, yeah. I know high school <laughs> yeah, yeah you know so, but like you said people evolve men bring, get confident they find themselves after high school you know um, and, and that's something that we all should accept and embrace that people are going to change you're going to change like you know different relationships are going to change you you going to college or being part of organizations are going to change the people surrounded that you're surrounded by will effectively change you and so I think people have to understand that we're going to constantly grow we're going to constantly change, you know, no matter what throughout this lifetime. So even though we're bringing in new parts and we're bringing in, you know, different renovations, we all can change one. Like you're not, don't put yourself in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Dagum horoscopes 
is just only a tool. It's only a resource. Mm-hmm. It's not the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not the end all be all. Yeah. So I definitely want people to understand that. Same thing, the pattern app. I know you love you you little spiritual spiritual women and love the pattern app. All that that's that that's that one app that woman used when we was in Cali when we had that five hour conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. So yeah, like all of those things are resources. Like people have to understand, like, like we always say. Where you want to be at in 30 years. Reinvent your life. You can develop yourself and get there. You don't need what you don't need what other people say. You don't need what apps say. You don't need what the horoscopes say. You find your identity in mm-hmm. yourself and you make yourself who you want to be and you grow and change accordingly. Yes. And so that so that message is the message for guys of self-improvement. Yes. It's a message to not say, well, I can't do that because I'm this. I'm not smart. I'm not good at this. I'm not this. I'm, I can't do that. Because your identity, you're thinking it's fixed. Yeah. You know? Oh, I can't talk. I'm an introvert. Who the heck said you can't talk? Who, who heck said you're stuck in this, in, the, in, in this thing? I'm not saying that we don't have tendencies to be more prone to be like a certain thing. But human beings are very malleable. We can change. We can, we can definitely grow. And so that's something that I think we have to give human beings a space mm to constantly evolve. And, and it's interesting conversation, like, about who is somebody. Is somebody who they are on their best day or, or are they who they are on their worst day? That's a good question, Fizz. Because let's say a guy lives his whole life doing good. He has a bad day. He gets super depressed. He gets down. He picks up a gun. He shoots up a group of people. Is he now a bad guy? To society, yes. Yes. 100%. You know, so think about it. You lived your, you lived ninety nine point nine nine percent of your life as one thing. You do one thing, and all of a sudden, you're a bad guy. Yep, sad, true, but sad. But and so, do we give people the grace now to do ninety nine point nine percent of things bad, and in that last thing, do something good? Now you're a good guy. I think it's a story you could tell. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a story you could tell. You know what I mean? I mean, it's 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 a lot of nuances in there, obviously, but I think. to me, you can't you can't just do a lot of bad and all of a sudden you do something good and you just great. You know, I think it's a lot of accountability. It's a lot of, you know, ap- apologizing. It's a lot of things like that that you kind of have to to really understand. You can't just wake up and be like, you know what? I did a good thing today and everything. I think some people, you have to be accountable for your action. I, I, and what I'm saying is not that, it's like, who are you? Yeah, I swear, I hear you. Like, is it possible to do 99.9% of things bad to say today I'm now gonna turn my life around and now I'm a good man. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, especially mentally. Yeah, 100%. yeah. Because that's the gospel, right? Yes, the, 100%. Go- the gospel is the thief on the cross. The gospel is grace to those who don't deserve it. Yeah, man, this is I, I forgot the story and, uh, I, and I and I wish I remembered it. But from it's where? from the Bible, we'll and, and, there, and there was a story where you have a bunch of people working and somebody's. Goes to work from six o'clock when I think it's when sunrise, and they're working from sunrise to sunset. So from six to six, six o'clock, this man goes to work. Another guy comes at twelve. Another guy comes at three. Another guy comes at five. The guy who comes at six goes to get his paycheck, and he gets let's say a hundred dollars. The guy who come came at twelve went to get his paycheck. He got a hundred dollars. The guy who came at three went and got $100. The guy who came at five o'clock, yeah. literally one hour before closing time, 
went and got and to get his paycheck, and he also got a hundred dollars. Yes. To do that, six was like, "What the hell?" Shouldn't worry about it. Shouldn't worry about it. Why that? I was here since the beginning. Why is he now all of a sudden gonna get the same reward that I got while I was here from the beginning? Mm, mm, mm. What did Jesus? Say? <laughs> and what did Jesus say? <laughs> and that message is deep because it's about who you are. Exactly. You can come to work at the last minute, and that is now who you are. You can say. I am going, I was a drunk my whole life. Yep. Today, I'm no longer going to be a drunk. And that's now who you are. Exactly. I was a liar my whole life. Today, I'm no longer a liar. That's who I am. I was lazy my whole life. Today, I'm, and, and so to me, I think a lot of guys have this fixed identity mindset where they don't realize you are who you say you are. 100%. I, a lot of people are just solely focused on the bad. Mm -hmm. You know, just all the mistakes they made, what people called them, you know, what they're known for, and they accept that, unfortunately. You know, like you said, that illustration is, is huge because, you know, identity can be changed at any part of your life. You know, if you, and the, the words are powerful, if you speak that you are alcoholic and that's all you want to be known for, then that's what people are going to see you as. So, definitely, I think one of the first lessons of men is identity. You have to change your identity, your mindset today in order to project and catapult yourself into the future. And I think that's a, a beautiful illustration as far as, like, you know, the workers working at different times or whatever. And understanding that your identity can change and you can decide that right now. Mm -hmm. You can decide like you don't have to be bound to pornography. You don't have to be just bound to, to drugs and alcohol. Like that doesn't have to be you. Mm -hmm. You know, when people ask you who you are, you know, you should like, yeah, you know, I'm just this guy, you know, this and that. And this. It's like, no, nah, fam, like speak up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, definitely tell me who you are and actually believe that and walk in that. And that is the beautifulness of the gospel, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, especially if you decide to give your life to the Lord, I mean, Galatians 2, 20, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you've been crucified with Christ, no longer Christ, I live, but Christ who lives in me. Yeah. So it's just like that whole Bible verse in of itself gives you a whole new identity. Yeah. And I think a lot of men need to definitely like understand that yeah. and work on identity. And identity is one of the things you have to always work on. Yeah. It's not something where you just get it one day and everything's going to be good because you know, the world throws things back at us. Some, mm. some of us relapse, you know, but as long as we're falling in the right direction, yeah. we'll definitely get to where we want to get to. Yeah. And so going back to even the dating point, here we go. I remember there was a scene in Hitch, the opening scene. Oh my God! Your <laughs> and, favorite, and, movie. favorite there's movie. There's other dating movies. <laughs> and the opening scene, and then this guy's about to go on a date, and he says, "Did you buy? Did you wear the shoes I told you to wear?" Mm -hmm. And the guy had the shoes on, which were very nice shoes, and he says, "Yeah, but they're not me." He said, "Listen to me. <laughs> you wore the shoes. You look great in the shoes. That's the you that I'm talking about." Yeah. The idea of this is not me, therefore I can't do this. Obviously, do what you feel like makes you comfortable and happy. I'm never asking anyone to do otherwise. But like I said, a lot of guys have that fixed mindset where it's like, 
you can improve yourself and get better, and that is you. Exactly. A lot of guys are like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to wear nice clothes. Not like nice, like expensive, but just look decent clothes, fitted clothes. That's not me. Well, you look great in the clothes. You know, that's the you that matters. You know what I mean? Like, that's the you that matters. That is you. And so I think it's something where too many people are so stuck in me. And when me is, no offense, mediocre, you you don't ever want to change because you're like, well, I want to stay true to myself. If true to yourself is failing, what kind of self is that? Make some change. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, I'll never forget this one guy. And I hope he's not offended by this. I won't say your name. But he came to me. And he was asking me about um, struggles dating. And he did the weirdest thing with his beard um, where he freaking, he knows what I'm talking about. But he did something very weird with his beard. Hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm trying it out. And, it's, and I think it's cool. I said, it looks horrible. Don't do it. Don't do it ever again. And so Don't do it ever like, again. And I was like, yo, like, well, he said, that's me. I said, if that makes you happy, that's you. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. But if you're trying to make yourself better and make yourself attractive, what you're doing is really weird. And it freaks freaked me out looking at it. I mm. wonder how the other girls view it. And he's like, okay. And he accepted it. He did it. He liked him. And now it's a new him, a better version of himself. Constructive criticism. You know, and so that's the part where I feel like too many guys are stuck in this sense of, well, I am this. Well, I'm a gamer. I'm this. I'm that. I don't do this. I don't do that. Well, I don't. Why do you believe that about yourself? Why do you have this fixed self that can't evolve and can't get better? Yeah, and and, and, and just to flip it around to other guys, like yeah, I, I can't settle down, M- motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. And then and then you know I love talking about women with the weight stuff. <laughs> Oh, hey. I'm just a, I'm a big girl. No, I'm no, a curvy no, no, girl. No. Let's be honest. Let me just be honest. This doesn't sound really bad. <laughs> okay, hold up. Bring out the shovel. Girls. Bring it out the shovel. Curves is this. This is not a circle. Is not a curve. <laughs> circle is not a curve, ladies. He pre-taking us to geometry. <laughs> That's not a curve. That's not a curve. And so, oh, they, so these a lot of people have this fixed mindset. I'm a big guy. Says who? Yeah. Says who? Well, my says who? That is a fixed mindset. Well, I'm just a big girl. Says who? Says you. Yep. You can, if you don't want to be big, especially if it's unhealthy, doesn't make you happy. Change it. Change it. It's that simple. You don't have that fixed identity. Exactly. And but like I said, people got it. But a lot of people don't want to put the work in fees. Yeah. They don't. They it's don't. Too it's hard. hard. It's hard. It's too they make hard. up excuses. They yeah. got enough time. Who gonna take care of my dog? Duh, like, all kinds of random shit yeah, here. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, it's, it's it, people have to literally build up that mental mindset, yeah. and it's it's literally one of the best ways to build up discipline. Delayed gratification is working out. You get a lot of benefits from working out. Of course, obviously you get healthy, but you build that dis- discipline. It gives you confidence. Yeah. It gives you just freaking uh, what's the word? That repetitiveness or what a consistency, consistency. competitiveness. Yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it gives you so much that working out. It just you just have to incorporate in that life some way. Yes. I don't care if it's just running thirty minutes in the morning. I don't care if it's just push up and sit up in the night. Yeah. Whatever you got to do, just figure it out and do it because it gives you so much. And we all need to be healthy. Everybody's living longer. Yes. Not a medicine, all this stuff, but we all have to get, take care of ourselves. And I, some people can be vegan. 
Not I. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people can do it. Some yeah. people make them drastic changes, and that's who they are. Yeah. You know, like maybe one day I might just only eat plants. <laughs> I don't. Maybe know. not. <laughs> maybe not. But if yeah. it's a part of the new Chris, yeah, and then it makes me better. Why not? I'm not. I'm not gonna disclose to it. You know, what I mean, I understand. I can see some benefits of it, yeah. just not right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And on that note, guys, we have a fitness and identity program on Patreon, guys. You get so much dope stuff on Patreon. So if you want to go through the identity program, and we have a one-year custom fitness program on Patreon, patreon.com slash roommate. Link is in the description below. Guys, go ahead and sign up. We're always trying to do more and more great things to help you guys get better. Anything that you feel like we have to add Honestly, closing? I feel like we should do a contest with a the con- fitness stuff. Okay. I want to see a before and after. Yeah. I think, I don't know, we can figure out if it's a money prize, if it's an actual, like, some headphones or whatever. Yeah. Something where we can actually see change and we can actually reward people that's actually putting the work in. Let's, let's, let's do that. So let's do that. Let's do that. I like it. Yes, sir. That's all I got. I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> My name is Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Thank you guys so much. As always, guys, we're going to be back at it again. Patreon, this Thursday episode, more additional content. It's a spicy stuff and... <laughs> Spice. Oh. God dang it. Okay, you said and then you stopped. You paused. My bad, my bad. <laughs> and talking about spicy stuff, guys. This Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, my show, Hafiz Unfiltered, is back and better than ever. And. Woo!